SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to another SAFM Sports Wrap. It is the PSL Radio Show. Second Jalo tonight, uh, Thursday night. We'll get to all your football news in just a moment. But let's uh, take a look at what's making news headlines. And uh, let's kick things off with the 2016 Paralympics in Rio. It's been a golden afternoon for Team South Africa. Reynard Haman won gold in the men's javelin in the F-38 class, while Paralympic legend Ernst van Dijk won gold in the men's road race in the H-5 class. Van Dijk was obviously delighted with his win. I kind of figured out in the race to, to have any chance at a podium, you need to be first to that corner. So I fought hard for it. Maybe the last 2K, I fought to get to the front. And then suddenly one guy crashed and everybody just let me go to the front. And then I stayed to the front and um, had a good final corner. I knew Alex, you know, earlier in the race I saw Alex was on two wheels around that corner. And um, I knew he would have to hesitate a little bit. And I just went for it and I had a little bit more speed coming out. And he, I mean, I'm a, I have a good acceleration. He didn't have that today and I was able to take it. You know, I can't think of any better way to end my cycling career than with a gold medal at the, at the Paralympics. Fantastic performance. We'll chat to Manfred Seidley in just a moment to find out more. There are a few more chances for medals today as well. On to football now. Kaiser Chiefs coach Steve Compellas urged the PSL to seriously consider the introduction of goal line technology in domestic football. Um, of course, he picked up their first point of the season last night when they drew one all with Platinum Stars at the FNB Stadium. But things may have been different for Chiefs, with replays showing that Robert Ngambi's goal did not cross the line. I have to choose my words carefully because it, it would come across as an excuse. I'm sure members of media who had the benefit to see the monitor, see the replay, would tell whether it was a goal or not. But you cannot make such claims. Had it not been, then it meant that we would have won one zero. But as is, it's one one. Chiefs' poor start to the season continued as the Glamour Boys are yet to pick up a win this season. Compella says the pressure comes with the territory. If if you want to feel it, you will feel it. But you have to acknowledge the fact that this is a hot seat. And there have been great analogies coming through. If you want comfort, go to the bank and be a bank teller. <laughs> Leave the spot. Because there's a huge responsibility, there's expectation. And listen, if, if, if really the pressure does not come to me, why should it go? I've been given the unique opportunity to be here, that privilege comes with a lot of responsibility. And the results last night saw so Golden Arrows pick up their first win of the season. They down Cape Town City by two goals to nil. There were goalless draws between Supersport United and Chipper United, as well as defending champions Mamelodi Sundowns and Maritzburg United. Sundowns uh, jetted off to Zambia today. They take on Zesco United in the first leg of the CAF Champions League semi-finals on Saturday. Coach Pizzo Mosemane says they know what their objective is on Saturday. But we're going to fight there. Zesco is a very good team. They've got a very, very good attack. Unbelievable attack. We need to be really, really organized. And uh, as I hoped, with Chipa, hopefully we could score away. We did not. So I'm hoping that we score against Zesco uh, away. Even if we get a draw, as long as we scored. Internationally, Swansea City winger Nathan Dyer has been ruled out for up to two months. He's picked up an ankle injury. There's also a host of Europa League clashes this evening. Up Pixies, Manchester United come up against Feyenoord. 
The latest uh, FIFA rankings also released today. Argentina and Belgium still at one and two on those. And Bafana Bafana have climbed two spots there, moved into 62nd. On to some rugby now, and it's good news for Pat Lambie. He could make his return this weekend to action. He'll start from the bench for the Sharks against the EP Kings in a team that will be captained by Chili Boy Ralapele, while Nizam Carr could make his first appearance for Western Province as well, following long-term injury against the Pumas at Newlands. In swimming news, South Africa's four-time Olympic medalist Chad Leclerc has parted ways with coach Graham Hill after 14 years of working together. Quoting from his statement, Leclerc said, Every athlete has to take responsibility for his own career, and I feel ready to try a different approach. Leclerc will work by himself for the remainder of the year before making a decision on who will coach him from 2017. On to cricket, Sean Marsh and James Faulkner have been ruled out of Australia's tour of South Africa. Usman Khawaja have been drafted in as their sole replacement. And in European golf tour news, all the action coming to us this weekend from Milan. It is the Italian Open and uh, it is Swede, Rickard Kahlberg, who has uh, the lead. He shot an opening round 64-7 under par. He has a one-stroke advantage over Italy's Francesco Molinari. Two players tied for third, Robert Carlson and Adrian Utagi. Uh, scrolling down that lead of all the leading South African uh, is Darren Fickard. He is on one under par along with Justin Walters. They are tied for 37th. They are six strokes off the lead. Coming up next, we chat to Manfred Seidler. SAFM Sports Wrap. Manfred, one in afternoon for Team South Africa at the Paralympics. Uh, it's still early days on the day because of time zone differences, but what a start. Two gold medals today. Uh, it was a perfect start, wasn't it, Brad? It was literally a scenario of a 30-second high, if you would. Ernst van Dijk wins the 60-kilometer cycle. Uh, very tough course. It's uh, four laps of 15 kilometers, and it was twisty and turny. And, and Ernst, of course, is a man who likes to get into, into rhythm. And that is more easily done on, on, sort of on a lesser twisty, turny course. But hands out, hands Heads, well, fantastic performance to Ernst van Dijk there. But that, listen, with, literally within 30 seconds of him, Picking up that gold, Reynard Hammond comes back with a gold medal as well in the men's javelin. And uh, he is the world champion. He was chasing a world record, and he missed that by 40 centimeters. So, uh, goal number one achieved. Uh, goal number two, not quite. But he's only 26. He's got lots of time left to go. So, 50.96 meters, the winning margin. Almost by over two meters uh, was that winning margin for Reynard Hammond. So, two gold medals. That takes our tally up to 11. Five gold, three silver, and three bronze, which means we are uh, 19th on the medal table right now. And as you mentioned, there is a possibility of a little bit more silverware coming our way later this evening. Dean Base goes in the men's long jump. That's in the T38 division. Remember, he won the bronze medal here four years ago in that event four years ago. And of course, he finished fourth in that 100 meters just a few days ago. He was just literally just edged out for a bronze medal. Also, a chance for Ntundumzi in Tutu in the men's 100 meter T12. And that's uh, the final coming up at uh, 29 minutes past 11 tonight. He won bronze here in t- uh, 2012 and uh, was the fastest, uh, well, won his heat very comfortably. In Tandem with a 14-year-old uh, phenom, if you will, uh, w- double MUT, uh, won that 200-meter men's T42 a couple of nights ago, well, rather won the silver there, beg your pardon. Um, he is going in the men's 100 meters final tonight as well. So those those medals are potentially on offer for Team South Africa. Uh, Anuna Liebenberg is in the heat of the women's 200 meters. That's uh, still to come. That's the T47, uh, bearing in mind that she won silver last night to bring our tally up to nine. So we're now on 11 medals. As I said, five gold, three silver, and three bronze. 
potentially a little bit more coming our way a little bit later. Brad? Yeah, fantastic. And uh, just a, a touch on, on Ernst van Dijk there as well. Uh, he, he mentioned Alex, and he's talking about Alex Zanardi, who, who actually won the time trial a couple of days ago. And, and that's the former Formula One driver who lost his legs in a, in, a, in a motorsport accident, has come back and has taken up the sport of hand cycling, and he's doing fantastically well. So uh, I'm sure Ernst will feel a bit vindicated after losing out to him in the time trial, coming back and beating him in the road race. Well, Zanardi was 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 the favourite. Everybody had tipped him to win gold in this, but this it was so tight. The, the top three at the same time, one hour thirty seven minutes and forty nine seconds. So literally, it dipped to the line um, for for the three of them. Alessandro Alessandro Zanardi uh, uh, getting the silver, and Jens Platt uh, of ne- Netherlands getting the bronze. But all three at the same time. So literally, um, perfect uh, perfect uh, um, strategy by Ants. Take that first that cor- corner first and. Yeah, they get to cross that line first, but it was really, really tough racing there. No, I'm sure, and, and what a legend of South African sport turns one like. Uh, he's been at every single Paralympic since readmission, so uh, yeah, just a, a great way to sort of cap things off. I know he does have one more race that he's racing before the end of the Games, Manfred? He does. He races on, on Sunday, and it's in the marathons, the T54 uh, marathon, um, which used to be his, his, his big event. Remember, he's won... What is it? Uh, something like seven or so uh, Chicago marathons or something? I think he's won ten, ten Boston's. Yeah. Well, there you go, ten Boston's. Um, so yeah, a very good chance they might be picking up another medal in that one. But uh, he was specifically aiming for this one and was really wanting to get a medal in this one. So maybe he reckons this was the, the chance for him to get uh, the you know the, the medal, and it turns into turns out to be gold. So that that's phenomenal. So maybe he's not. He's maybe not rating his chances for middle in that, fun, in, in that final day. That starts at uh, half past five South African time, so we'll obviously have all the updates here on SFM. Manfred Seidler, thank you very much. If you want to see how much it means to Ernst van Dijk to win that medal, go and check out Manfred's Twitter handle, okay? Uh, the Twitter handle is SportmanSA. He tweeted a photo of Ernst on the podium a little bit earlier today for someone who's been around the block a few times uh, when it comes to international sport. That look on his face getting the medal is just priceless. Go check it out. Sportman SA, uh, great picture, fantastic picture. Coming up next, the PSL Radio Show, Second Jalo. The Cape Town Marathon is back again. Watch as runners take on Cape Town's spectacular natural beauty and traverse the city's rich historical sites in Cape Town's premier race. Live on SABC2 and live crossings on your favorite SABC radio station on Sunday, the 18th of September, with the build-up at 6.30 a.m. and the race at 7. SABC Sport, for the love of the game. Everyone wants a companion. These guys need one. Watch their journey to recovery. Sober Companion, Mondays at 9 p.m. only on SABC3. Join SAFM for an interactive cooking experience on the 18th of September at Freedom Park in Pretoria from 10 a.m. till late. We'll be with SABC3 top bidding presenter Lorna Masejo and sous chef Jorge Del Ajel from the world's 12th best restaurant Jorge Fajero. Food and music come together to help recapture and ignite a passion for cooking and it's a glorious food experience. Various activities will include special cooking sessions, a tour of Freedom Park while the kids get to build a burger. Bring your families, friends, kids and your loved ones. For more info, visit www.safm.co.za and follow us on Facebook or Twitter at SAFM Radio. SAFM celebrates Heritage Month in style. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource.
You're listening to the PSL Radio Show, Second Jalo here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And uh, it was a fascinating night's football last night. Not too many goals, uh, but uh, a bit of controversy, and we'll touch on that in a moment as well. But uh, it's a great pleasure to welcome onto the show this evening, coach of Platinum Stars, Kevin Johnson. Kevin, welcome onto SAFM. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, thank you for having me, Mike Brown. Kevin, tough. thank you for all your listening. <laughs> no, no problem. Tough, tough night last night. Uh, you, you must be pretty tough to come away f- uh, with a point from the FNB Stadium against uh, Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, Blenheim Stars, obviously, uh, I mean, the Chiefs are always a tough game. They haven't been in top form this season, but you, I'm sure you'll take that draw. Yeah, you know, when you when you go away to FNB and you play in the stadium, you play against uh, uh, one of the biggest teams in South Africa, and you come away with a point, then you are happy. But in saying that, I thought uh, we did enough for, for, for to be worthy of a point. Kevin, looking at your, your season, the start of the season, obviously bundled out of the MTN8, but uh, from a, a league start, you, you must be pretty happy. One win, one draw, still early days, but uh, solid enough start for, for De Quena. Yeah, in one moment, yes. But uh, yeah, like you said, solid enough because it's two of the bigger teams in, in South Africa and we, you know, we... We're not that big yet, but uh, we try and compete for as much as we can because we are in the same league, and uh, yeah, we're happy with that. I mean, we we started more or less the same way in 2015, 2016, and 2016, 2017, which to the gods of football are allowing us to play again, so we're happy with that. Kevin, looking at, at last night's game, where, where do you think you need to, or the team needs to improve going forward? What were some of the, the things that you took out of last night's performance? Look, I thought, uh, you know, we, we scored a goal. We are controversial or not controversial. We, we don't handle the middle. And uh, we were leading in, in, in the first half, and I thought we, we did very, very well. Our game plan was everything back together again. But... Uh, to take something out of the game going forward is that uh, we thought that we, we have to learn to play better out from the back, especially when you are being pushed by a team like Kaiser Chiefs. You must be able to find the technical quality in order to come out from those situations. And uh, for me, that's what we're going to work on going forward because in last season, we also suffered a lot of those type of games that we didn't come out properly from the back. And uh, we're looking to improve that. Kevin, you mentioned the goal, Robert Ngambi's goal. Uh, and, I mean, looking at the replays, I'm not going to ask you if you th- thought it was a goal or not. I don't think that would be fair of me. But I think uh, most, of the, most of the nation have made up their mind on that. Uh, you told us, we, we told us kids playing football, you play to the whistle. That's exactly what the players have to do. Obviously, the, the officials called it the way they saw it on the field. And, and you can't argue with that. Exactly, exactly. And that's what happened on the night. And, uh, you know, as coaches and as players, we say thank you to the gods of football. But, uh, yes, maybe we need to follow the, the rest of the world and bring more goal, goal line technology and, and, and things like that to add to the, to the beauty of our game in South Africa. And uh, we, we, we'd like to see that with everything that happens. Kevin, Coach Steve Compello was talking about that at the post-match press conference last night, the goal line technology. Do you think it's a viable option? Obviously, there's costs involved. Do you think that uh, South African football can afford that in, in the league, and do you think it'll add anything? Yes, it will add, it will add a lot to our game. We, we will get better in, 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 as far as the pitch is concerned, as far as handling the games are concerned. 
And uh, if we're able to go there, because, I mean, the rest of the world is doing it, why don't we do it as well? Looking ahead to what uh, you guys have got uh, coming up in the, in the near future, obviously uh, no MTN8 action for you, a bit of a, a, bit of a break now. Uh, Stop-start nature of the season for you guys, or are you quite happy with, uh, with, a, with a few days sort of off to, to sort of recalibrate and reset before you get going again? Yeah, we hope, you know, uh, it's, it's, for me it's, it's a break, but it's a long break and uh, a little bit too long for us. But uh, we had this before the Kaiser Chiefs game as well because we, we had the FIFA break there. Mm. But uh, after that, uh, we have a game in the next two days. You know what I'm saying? We played the Rocker on the 24th and then you played Orlando Pirates on the 27th again. So that's like two games, two games in the space of four days. Uh, and that for me is a little bit of a worry. But uh, we'll get over there and this is the way the league is set up this year. Uh, we have to make sure that we, we're able to play with the physical conditioning of the players in order to compete on the pitch. Absolutely. Kevin Johnson, coach of Platinum Stars, thank you so much for your time this evening. Best of luck in the preparation for that clash against Brock SC. That takes place at the Royal Buffer King on Saturday the 24th of September. Best of luck for that, and we look forward to catching up again soon here on SAFM. Thank you very much for having me on your show. And as always, it's a pleasure. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. This is the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo. I'm Brad Brown in for Dwayne DeLocke this evening. And uh, it was uh, an interesting two nights of PSL action. We're going to touch on one of those results uh, right now, but also look ahead to this coming weekend. And uh, we join now by uh, the, the media uh, person for Mamelodi Sundown, Solani Tusa. Solani, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Uh, welcome and, and thanks for your time. Thank you very much for having me on your show, and uh, good evening to your listeners. Tulani, you, you, you guys have uh, got a, a hectic schedule. I, I, there's no other way to put it uh, over the next few weeks, and it's uh, pretty much started last night in action uh, in your, your first league encounter. It ended up uh, as a draw. As, as a team, were you guys satisfied with picking up a point? It, obviously, there were lots of changes in the starting eleven. Uh, the coach obviously thinking ahead and, and what's coming up, but uh, a solid enough start, I think. Well, it's not a great start, as we had hoped for. But if you remember, last season was uh, even a worse start. So actually, I think we're quite content with the point. Um, but also, I think we're excited about how our players, uh, our new players especially, showed character and played very well. I mean, we were a better team in the match. We almost, you know, won the match. Um, but talk about the changes. The coach made changes uh, with two things in mind. First of all, um, some injuries, I mean, some uh, changes were based on injuries. Kamapidia had, had flu and a little groin. Um, he was fatigued and he had flu as well. Tebuko Langaman uh, was not feeling so well, so it helps you saw uh, more new players playing in, you know, starting in that match. But also the main reason is that so that we get fresh legs uh, for our match against uh, Zesko. On Saturday, absolutely. But Tulani, just looking at, at Maritzburg United, I mean, I spoke to Gavin Hunt a couple of weeks ago, and, and he was saying that uh, Maritzburg are, are probably one of the most underrated sides in, in the PSL. Last season, they proved their worth, how tough they were to, to beat, particularly at home. And, and coming away from the Harry Guala with, with a point is, is nothing to scoff at, though, even though you probably would have liked to pick up three. Well, you remember what happened to on the Pirates in the mm-hmm. mid uh, Terrigola Stadium last time. You know, so it's got a shock of their life. And you can't just go to Heriguala and think you're going to walk away with all three points easy like that. So uh, we know. Manchester United are a tough side. 
uh, if you, when you play against them, you have to be sure of your story. And I think that we contain them very well. We contain them. And, um, you know, we uh, in the second round, we'll have to obviously beat them here in Pretoria. Absolutely. Let's talk about the, the quick turnaround time. I mean, a midweek game on Wednesday in Peter Maritzburg is a different story if you were playing in, let's say, Pretoria or Johannesburg on the Saturday. But uh, there was a trip to Zambia involved for, for the squad uh, today. Uh, it, it's tough. It's, it's, uh, if, if you want to compete in these, uh, in these tournaments like the CAF Champions League, I guess this is, it comes with the territory and this is par for the course. How, how, how did the team travel and is everything uh, okay from, from a logistical point of view? Well, yeah, when we, when you're playing Champions League, you must be prepared to pay the cost. Obviously, there's a lot of money which is involved, you know, in travel, but also the time, you know, and the physicality from the players. Because players now didn't go home. We went to Morrisburg on Tuesday, on Wednesday, uh, on Thursday, traveled straight to, um, Zambia, where they'll get their first training session. So, you know, um, there's a cost, a lot of cost when you charter a flight. And uh, but also there's a lot of uh, you know uh, you know uh, physical strain that players go through because now right now it's traveling all the way and uh, after that we come back there's another match on on, uh, on Wednesday and another match on Saturday so uh, for us it's not of a complaint as much but it's one of those things where we take on the chin and the champions and 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 also know that it comes into the territory you have to pay the price if you want to you know this but what I know is that in four weeks time. We might be making a history because in four weeks' time we will have played probably the MTN8 final and also the Champions League final. Can you imagine? With all this stress and strain, we would, we would be now sitting and thinking, yeah, it was worth it. So we hope that we can sit back and say that at the end of the day. So only looking at player management, you mentioned uh, a couple of, of concerns within the squads uh, last night, some of the, the key players within the Mamelodi Sundown squad. Uh, the, the resting, as you said, there was uh, one or two niggles, some, some flu doing the rounds as well. But those strategic uh, sort of omissions last night, looking ahead to Saturday's game, will those players be available for selection that you mentioned? No, we really hope so. We really hope that they are available for selection. Uh, but I don't see it being a big thing, you know, because uh, Kama has played with the, it's just a minor strain, you know. Kama has played with that before. Uh, Kama is a strong boy. He's ready. I mean, uh, doctors are looking around the clock to bring back some point, kind of be that, because you know, when you go to uh, Zesco, we have to come back, uh, you know, with, with goals, away goals, crucial away goals. We will need them. Uh, but obviously, the coach uh, is trying to manage the players very well. That's why also we don't train as much. When you've got such back-to-back matches, you don't have to train as much because players must not, uh, you know, get fatigued throughout, throughout the matches. So I'm confident in our uh, physical trainers, our doctors and technical team. They know exactly what to do. They're of the highest quality. And uh, we've done this since last season. We know we've played all the matches from, I mean, Telcom, MTN, Net Bank, Champions League. And, I mean, look at us now. We are still playing. We had no off-season, we had no mid-season, and it's going well for us. So let's hope that uh, uh, luck is on our side and we couldn't get as many injuries as we, you know, people think we will have. Mm. Coach Peter was saying last night at the post-match press conference that uh, th- there were some lessons learnt out of the first leg of the MTN 8 semi-finals that, that he hopes to apply on, on Saturday against Esco United. Do, do you think the approach will be very different uh, to, to to that clash, the coach also said that he's not too worried about the result. Yes, we don't want to lose it, but a draw will be good. And if it can be a, a goal-scoring draw, even even better. If we come come away with 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 a, a, a one-all draw or a two-all draw, it puts Mamelodi Sundowns in in a good position for the return leg. 
Absolutely. If you are playing away, score goals. At least get those away goals. Very crucial. But also, if you see how Zesco plays, they play similar to how Chipperenton play. Uh, you know, it's quick, quick football, interpassing. They keep the ball, you know, and also rotate the ball amongst the players. So, you know, it's a similar style of play, especially being in Southern Africa, you know, quick and technically gifted players. And at sundown, we game, which is also, also uh, retain the ball very well, but also we play very high, we press from high. So we hope that we've learned those lessons against Chipa, where you have to press very high and win the ball and capitalize, because when you are playing against a fast team like yourself, the winner is the one that wants the most, but also the one that takes their chances. So when you play against this United, we have to do the business immediately. Tulani Tuswa, thank you so much for joining us uh, this evening here on SAFM 3.30 South African time. Kickoff, Zesco United, Mamalodi Sundown, the CAF Champions League, first leg semi-final. Uh, please pass on our best to the team. I don't think it matters who you support in South Africa. Everyone's behind the Brazilians this weekend. Uh, we support uh, the South African teams, and uh, we want another team with, uh, with another gold star uh, back here in South Africa. So best of luck. Thank you very much, man. Thank you for the support. And I really hope that people are listening and they know that it's important for SA football to have that star as another team. But also, remember what happens. There's points now. As we uh, progress more in the competition, in the next round, we are actually helping African teams who participate in the same competition. So, please, uh, South Africans, fly the flag, support Sundowns. It's for a good cause. Yeah. The national team will benefit and everything else. Number one. Great point. Talani Tuswa, thank you so much for your time. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Well, staying with Mamelodi Sundowns, Chippy United coach Dan Malasella says he sympathizes with the Brazilians who have a crucial CAF Champions League first leg semi-final clash against Esco United in Zambia this weekend. Malasella's concerned that the Brazilians have not rested enough during the all-season due to their campaign in the Champions League. Fitzomosimani's team will also be playing two crucial matches every week in the month of September after Premier Soccer League refused to postpone some of their league matches in between to fully focus on the MTN 8 and CAF fixtures. You know, to an extent, I, I sympathize with, with, with Sundowns, particularly the coach, because he has to deal with so, so many games, you know, um, and also that most of his players were, were, were gone to national teams, so there is no rest, there is no break for them, and it's, it's not an easy thing to do it. It's not an easy thing to deal with, with situations and circumstances like that, and, uh, you know, I just hope you know, they they are trying all they can to you know get the players uh, rested and have the players ready for it's 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 not easy and you cannot choose games pick and choose games and say ah but this one we can lose it's all right then we win the next one you know otherwise we may have a chain so I I I sympathize more than anything else you know and but being a South African team and being my former team I I, I wish them well you know in their campaign the Champions League. The Chili Boys will play again sundowns in the MTN8 return leg in Pretoria on Wednesday. The first leg ended in a goalless draw. Chipper played to a goalless draw against Supersport United in Pretoria last night. And the Chili Boys maintained their unbeaten start to the season. Malaseda raised eyebrows when he replaced Buyani Sali and David Zulu for Menzi Masuku and Lerato Manzini, respectively, before half-time against Supersport. He says the two players were ineffective and needed to make quick changes. I think we, we, we are in an industry where people must understand uh, happenings around the, the game, you know. There will be an unfortunate situation in the game where you probably get injured in the first minute. 
and uh, probably might be healed before the next game. But you, you would not approach the next game and say, hey, I don't want to get injured again in the first minute. You know? uh, but also we have to, players have to understand that they will be substituted from time to time for, for one reason or another. You know, and sometimes we are not substituting players because we think uh, we will not win or we think they are not sticking to plans. Sometimes it's to save the self-same players, you know, from distraction. Because if you're struggling in a game, you, you want to control and you, you lose the ball, you try and turn and you lose the ball every time. It hits you psychologically, it hits you, it hits you until you are down. And you may not recover from that. So for, for that not to continue, our job as coaches and as managers of these players, we have to help. Tipper suffered a setback when their star striker, Lani Manzini, was ruled out for an estimated six weeks due to a foot injury sustained against Sundowns last weekend. Manzini has already scored three goals this season. Malasella also added that their new striker, Bongani Ndolula, is still far from being fully fit. He's still a bit fine, but, uh, but we are hoping uh, soon he'll be fine. But he's working very hard. Well, it's it's an estimated time. Um, it's it's not conclusive. Um, we we are still waiting on the final uh, findings from the doctors, you know. But also, there's a chance if they operate, it might be quicker. You know, so we'll, we'll have to see. You know. But as we stand, uh, we also have adjusted ourselves to say a minimum six weeks. You know. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. That's about a wrap for SAFM uh, Sports Wrap tonight. The PSL Radio Show, Second Jala, we back tomorrow at 6.30. There is uh, Curry Cup rugby to look forward to tonight, by the way. The Lions are in action. They take on the Toyota Free State Cheetahs. That kicks off uh, around about now, actually. And uh, some other news that just broke uh, while we were on air as well. Looking at some cycling news. Uh, just looking for it now I can tell you uh, Is it gone? That's Murphy's Law As I refresh There we go Alberto Contador Is going to be joining US cycling team track uh, Segafredo From next year From his current team Tinkoff So big move For Alberto Contador Coming up on the other side Of 7 o'clock It is the talk shop We'll have more sport For you tomorrow morning On AM Live With Janet Witten Manfred Seidler Has got your Paralympic updates Throughout the evening Tonight From myself Brad Brown Have yourself a great evening It is 7 o'clock In time for your news